to all of my early morning risers. This is for you, coffee lovers. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottle frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy your groceries. Everything that you do, yeah, you got a resume, and your resume just didn't stop in college. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to the league or if you dare now, every game, every practice that you put in, that's your resume. Yeah. And that's going to be that last impression. How do you want to be remembered? Behind the mask. What up, my boy? What's good, family? Another damn paradise. You know what it is. Why should I know what it is? Amen. I just want you to tell me sometime, too. Listen, man. That's the reason why I'm asking you, man. Football is upon us. The preseason is here. You know what I'm saying? We're starting to see the guys get back after it a little bit. See what's to come for the regular season. Yes, sir. Week two is up. Week you know two I mean? is up. Yeah. What does week two mean? I mean, week one was like... Ah, this is a wash. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's excited to see their teams back on the field for the first time. Still in training camp. But the main thing, the veterans ain't playing. It's all for the younger guys that are just coming into the league. Get they, they uh, what they call it? Your, your, your mouth wet a little bit. Is get that what it's get, called? Get your palate wet. Your palate wet. wet a little bit. Yeah, yeah, pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get out there to see what the future looks like. But the veterans, you know how it is, Spice. When we was in the, in the preseason, man, we just wanted to do our one or two plays if we out there. Go to the sideline, put the fisherman hat on, take the pads off, get the sunflower seeds, and chill and watch the young pups do their thing, man. And honestly, that was the only time. Well, I'm not gonna lie. No lies in the lounge. No lies in the lounge. No lies in the lounge. That was one of the times to where I would literally take a some dip. <laughs> you know what I mean? You dip? Yeah, I used to do in preseason. Because it like once you master the plays. Yeah. Like you on the sideline, you just watching. So at least I'm, like I, I just want to be calm. I just want to just watch football and have, just have that big dip <laughs> right there. I could do it. Bro. You tried it one time. No, nah, I didn't. I didn't. I never Come did. Word. No lies in the lounge. I never did. It looked nasty. You walking around? Nah, I couldn't do that, bro. There's plenty of other things that you put in your mouth that's nasty. Gotta relax. This is not that episode. We're talking about other things right now. All right. So just chill. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, week two of yeah. the preseason, you really just made me think about like week two, like that was really the first time the veterans really play. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when we think about like week two veterans playing, I think about the night before the game. Even going yeah. back to my first year, I was just thinking like, all right, cool. You were I nervous? Think, oh, I was super nervous. I was nervous because you a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. And when Mm -hmm. you coming out as a first-round pick, everybody wants to see what What are you going to do. Yeah, all eyes on you. And not only the fans, but it's more so like you got guys over there, other veteran guys, and they're thinking, you know how offensive – hell, you are offensive lineman. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to put their hands on you and just supplant you in the ground. (laughs) So for me, I was like, oh, man, I got this. I'm prepared. Mm Mm-hmm. I went through everything in practice, 
everything our offense showed us in practice, I was able to master mm-hmm. because you've been doing it for three, you know, two weeks already. And what happened in the game? What happened in the game was everything our offense showed us mm-hmm. in two weeks, I mastered. I did not master what they showed us. <laughs> right. Because you don't do any prep. Ain't no game planning. Man, I got, you know, I was accustomed to, okay, regular formation. Boom. I see what's presented. All right, I make the play. I know mm-hmm. where to fit. But when that team gave me motion, we were playing against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Man, it was like, oh, shit. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> now I'm waiting on the safety to make the call. Yeah. So, man, it, it it was a lot going on in such a short period of time. But, bro, like, I remember that, man. That that gave me anxiety, and it just made me nervous. And I, I probably played in my first game, I probably played maybe 15 snaps, mm-hmm. walked away with one tackle. One tackle, bro? One tackle. And that's, At the crib? It's one thing that you can always count on. Like, Spice don't make some tackles now. Yeah, facts. Bro, I, that's how shook I was. It was like the motion came, and I just couldn't remember the checks, mm-hmm. everything. But that got better, obviously, because we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it now. Right, turning a 15-year yeah, career. Yeah, but you know, know what I mean? take me back to your – what about your first game now? My first game was crazy. Preseason game. Preseason, yeah. My preseason game was crazy. I think I was with New Orleans, got drafted by the Saints. We played against the, um, the Jets week one back in New York. So I had plenty, you know, mad people coming to the games or whatever. Um Everybody wanted tickets. So fifth round pick, not a first round pick. I wasn't copping tickets for everybody. And I'm showing my age, yo, this is like Western Union days. So I had to like tell people, if y'all want tickets, you know, them $60 per ticket and there's 20 people coming, y'all got a Western Union, my mom's the money. Because we still in the training camp. So I don't want, you know, I ain't got time to go be picking up Western Unions and tickets. So send it to my mother. You know what I mean? She'll make sure you guys are on the list. You guys will have your tickets before the game and everything. So obviously I'm nervous. And, and you know how it is. When you're a rookie, the first thing you do is the vets say, okay, first road trip, what you got to do? You got to bring chicken. You got to bring food on a plane. But I'm still thinking to myself, like, damn, I'm getting everything ready. I'm going back to the crib. Got to make sure my, my fit is right. You know what I'm saying? Got the tailor suit by the boy. Remember the, the Swanee yeah. with the, the linen walkers, had the, you know, the, yeah. the, the linen fits and everything. So I'm like, I got all of this stuff to do to prep for the game. I'm nervous as hell. First preseason game, going back to the crib in New York. I forgot to get the chicken, bro. No, you did not. Forgot to get the chicken. Man, that so, is a cardinal sin. That's a cardinal sin, sin for a rookie. forget the chicken, man. And they told me all about it. So, of course, you know, we talked about it before. When you walk on that plane, it's like the gauntlet because the rooks is, in, in, you know, further to the back or whatever. We don't got the nice exit row seats and nothing like that. So you're walking by everybody. They're checking out your fit, checking out your suit. I'm on the phone with my mom's like, yo, such and such is getting a ticket. Make sure Sean get the tickets. Eric got tickets, da 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 my brother Ray. Letting everybody know who's coming to the games. Thinking like, yo, I'm worried about the game. I ain't worried about no damn chicken. So one of these vets hits me, is, is, is like touch, you know, touch me, like, yo, yeah, Rook, Rook, putting him on bag. Rook. I was like, what up, man? He's like, yo, where the chicken? I'm like, whatever. I'm talking to my mom, trying to act like I'm ignoring him now because I know I done fucked up. Yo, Rook, where the chicken? Man, you hear me? I got off the phone, I said, yo, hold on, ma. I said, yeah, motherfuckers, some millionaires. Get your own fucking chicken. So the whole plan, oh, go crazy, right? So I'm like, yeah, ma, I think I think I just got in trouble. No, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm fucking. You got back on but the phone. I got back on the like, phone. You know you don't fuck you up. You know you don't, don't fuck you. up. You know what I'm saying? But the thing was, he was a backup too. So I'm competing for a spot with a backup. You ain't gonna be the one to check me. You know what I'm saying? If it's gonna be somebody, it need to be Willie Rofe, the old line, all pro, Hall of Fame, Kyle Turley, my man Wally Williams, one of my big brothers checked me. Not no, no, not no dude that just happened to be in the league a couple years longer than me. 
trying to check me on some chicken. Nah, you got bread too. Get your own fucking chicken. So after that, you know, obviously as a rook, they, they got me back a little bit later, bro. But you know what I mean? They're going into the game. That's how it started. Hennessy celebrates those who never stop and never settle in their never-ending pursuit of greatness. Maurice Ashley lives his passion. Through his love of chess, he made history in 1999 as the world's first black grandmaster. An inspiring story of intellect and brilliance, his ability to push the potential of his own mind to new levels of greatness is universally inspiring. Visit www.hennessy.com to learn more about Maurice Ashley. In the world of the mind, there are no limits. Hennessy, never stop, never settle. 21 and older, please enjoy responsibly. Now going into the game again, I'm so nervous the night before, like you said. Bro, I unpacked my bag. Guess what I forgot? Your jock strap. I forgot to pack my cleats. Oh. My cleats to the game. I have no cleats. Hold on now. And it, I just want to say this. If you forget to pack your cleats, <laughs> that means they ain't bringing no extra cleats. Nah, they, don't, they ain't bring extra cleats back then. So I had to borrow cleats from another player that happened to wear my size. You know what I'm saying? One of the vests that's just going to get in and get out. Did and they knew wear the same size. They, we wore the same size, but you know, in training camp, you, you your cleats, the, the shoes that you want to wear, get molded to your feet, right? So the ones he had was mad tight. You know what I mean? Cut up my Achilles and everything. So I'm already out there limping before the game, bro. I get out there, and again, we in New York, so preseason, not a lot of people come. And when the game is getting boring, by the time the the, the, the rooks get in, right? Ain't nobody there. So my, my crew coming down from the nosebleeds, you know what I'm saying, to the to the regular seats. And they start yelling my name, Toe, 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 you know, head in the crowd. So I could hear it. In Meadowlands, I could hear it. So the people in the huddle are like, yo, they calling your name. Yo, that's your, that's your fam? I'm acting like I'm ignoring them because you want to be locked in. You yeah, want to be yeah, dialed yeah. in. You don't want to mess up. So it goes on for a little while. And finally, bro, I acknowledge him. On the TV time, I acknowledge him. Yo, what up? You know what I mean? Yeah, New York in the building, all that. Hit the tattoo. Next play, guess what happened? Sprained my ankle. And those two little shoes. Too tight shoes. <laughs> Started addressing the fans and everything and not locked in, not focused. So all of that to say, as the young players, stay dialed in. You know what I'm saying? The vets, they don't care. They really don't care. They on the sidelines chilling and everything. But that was my first experience in the game, bro. Like, that's how I got baptized into the league from everything from the preseason, bro. It just it started off bad. But like you said, wouldn't be here 10 years later. I figured out the things to do right. And I figured out how to fight that nervousness before the game, bro. I totally get that. What be so cool, not even cool, but like what brings on the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I remember we had this teammate, Renard Wilson, and you, nobody was safe. And I remember Renard was like, you know, Renard had this southern twang and he would be like, ah, damn, Spice. At practice, you on every tackle. What the, I ain't even seen you on one out here today. So immediately in my head, I'm thinking, man, we got one more series to go out there. I need to make some plays. I need to yeah. do something. Because, you know, you want somebody to call your name. Mm-hmm. Because that validates you for the pretty much for the entire preseason if you make a play. Right. They be like, you know what? This guy here can play. But the thing what got me was by me walking away having that one tackle. And you come back in the film room, mm-hmm. Renard would be like, man, you mean to tell me you played close to 20 plays and you only had one tackle? <laughs> and I'm like, bruh, chill. 
And then he's still riding. riding. He, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. rolled me, right? That's what the best do. Pause. So super pause. Yeah, super pause. And so now, <laughs> so as we got through it, bro, I just remember walking out of that meeting room feeling like, man, if he think that about me and I'm his teammate, mm-hmm. man, everybody probably about to think I'm a, I'm gonna be a bust. Right. Now me, I'm just that's just how I am. Like I'm either here or you here. It ain't right. no in between. So, dog, I just remember walking from that meeting room feeling so bad. I stayed up the whole night. Mm. I promise you, I watched film. Coaches go into preseason games saying, oh, we're not going to game plan. We're just going to run our stuff. Not me. I ain't doing that no more. So, the next game we came back, bro, I ended up having like – we played more plays. It was like 25, 30 plays. But I ended up having like eight tackles. Pass deflected, tackles for a loss. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got him off my back. Yeah. Then I remember looking at him like, now nah, what? Yeah, he was yeah. like, well, I know you can play. Boy, boy you know I, can, I know you can play. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to get him off your back. Flash, you got to. You got to. And it, it all, for your position, linebacker, y'all got to make plays. And I think the equivalent for us, O-Lyman, is like you cannot give up a sack in a preseason. No way. If you do that, you look at it as trash because the veterans are, again, they're not going hard. They want to get to the to week one, yeah. to the regular season. They're not going hard. And then the backups, let's be honest, like third, fourth quarter, them guys just ain't really good. Like I'm, I, I used to be out there and I'm like, there's no way I'm giving up a sack in the preseason. Like what I look like, my number 76, and I'm blocking the defensive line with number 76. What I look like giving up a sack to you when you got the same number I got on? You supposed to be over here with me. Ain't no fucking way did that I'm giving up a sack. You? Hell no. Hell no. We nah, and I in the preseason? Check the tape, we check need the tape. To check the in tape the preseason, too. bro? Really? Like, come on, yo. You a trash bag, yo. If you give up a sack in the preseason, man. Just don't happen. Again, the vets ain't going hard. They want to get to the regular season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and getting into the regular season, what I learned is that you can't do some of the things that you did in the preseason when it gets to the regular season. Oh, no. Because Mm-mm. it's they always say it's live bullets, and everybody tells you when you, you know when you get on the field it's live bullets. And you're like, what's live bullets? You think the game is fast in the preseason? When you get to the regular season, oh, it's lightning fast. And my dumbass, what I used to do, thinking that you know still preseason, I got the hang of it again because I wasn't giving up no sacks doing my thing. When I first got out there, started starting and playing, again yeah, doing the same same stuff, having sex the night before the game, and. What Hold I, on, man. Hold on. Yo. Just wow. Why? Wow. Wow? I'm just saying why? why? Like what how did it all come? Like were you just you just tense or something or what? But I mean, yeah, you nervous, so you want to kind of get it out your system. Like you want to go just get yeah. your feng shui white. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just just be all right. You know well, what I'm saying? How did that play out the next day? Legs was dead. Noodle legs, bro. <laughs> I realized, like, so and I'm you thinking, gave like, up that sack to number gave up 76. That sack. It was 76. It was like a 90 number or something. <laughs> I remember his name was, remember Lionel Dalton? I just I saw Lionel. You did? Lionel Dalton, bro. Shout out to Lionel. He was with KC, bro. We out there it's playing. Jelly Bean, right? Jelly, yeah. yeah. Je- jelly Roll or something jelly like roll, that. Jelly, jelly roll. roll. Man, I'm out there. I'm blocking Lionel. You know, it's, it's going good the first quarter, but then all of a sudden, my legs are just starting to die on me. I'm like, what's going on? Why you ain't got no legs? Cause you was up last night, you know, doing the baby boy trying to get it popping. <laughs> you know it was like, yo, I'm like, what am I doing, bro? So I get out there 
And I remember we on the goal line, man. We just like second and one. I'm like, shit, we about to score. It's nothing. We get up there, like, getting the four-point stance. I you cut and, him you, off. You and Jelly Roll. Me and Jelly Roll. I go to cut him off, yo. And I tell you, he slanted this way. But then because I went to my right, took that step to the right, he took my momentum and hit the shoulder and flipped me. Bro, I land on my back. Deshaun Foster's running. Jelly Roll, boom, meets him in the backfield. So now instead of second and goal from the one, we like second and four. <laughs> second and goal from the four. Smoke, he he got you smoke. Got smoke. me smoke, bro. And there's nothing I can smoke. And there's nothing we could do, bro. So I get to the sideline, my coach is like, yo, what the fuck are you doing two times? You got him out there. You got Jelly Roll out there looking like a damn all pro pro bowler. He's not shit and you looking like shit. I'm like, damn, bro. And I couldn't say nothing because. How you, how was you looking? Like shit, cause my legs, <laughs> my legs, <laughs> cause my legs, and I blame it on getting it in the night before the game, bro. So I stopped at that point. I was like, nah, bro, you can't. You gotta take this shit serious. So I don't know about you, but that one for me. You know what I mean? Honestly, I really didn't partake too many times, mm. but I can tell you about the time that I did. The night before the game. The night before the game. I ain't, bro. Like for me, I've always walked around and. You know, some people used to joke around like, Spike's walking around, big neck, big shoulder straps. He's looking like he's ready to attack. Mm -hmm. That was the mindset. So I was always tense. <laughs> like, I was, I was tense. So for me, the next day, like, you know what I'm saying? Boom. Boom. What happened the night before? The next day, bro, I really felt like I wasn't bothered. Like, I was just, I was here. Oh, because you got it out the yeah, night before? Yeah, like, I was, I was here, bro. Nah. Like I, I I wasn't, you know, That's like how it I was, was just like, hey man, whatever you bring over here, like I got this. Nah. Give me motion. Hey, I'm not panicking. Safety. I got the check <laughs> in the background. Like I I was good, bro. Yeah, I couldn't do it, bro. I after that, that that again, my first start, that's what happened. Every game, I was like, you know what? That extra ugh, I needed that extra ugh, going into the game the next day. Needed that extra Samson. That, uh, yeah, uh, needed that extra shit <laughs> going to the game the next day, bro. You know what I mean? McDonald's is kicking off Future 22, a campaign celebrating 22 Gen Z leaders across the country who are making an impact on their communities right now. This generation may have the largest influx of young leaders since the civil rights movement. They're starting their own organizations, finding ways to empower the youth and culture, standing up and speaking out. McDonald's is showcasing their efforts and the impact they're having on the world. I bet you didn't know there's a black sign language. Yep, that's right. It's a form of American sign language that truly speaks our language. Student J.C. Smith is an advocate for the black, deaf, and blind who did Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and BASL. McDonald's introduces his story and the stories of other Gen Z community leaders impacting the future on Instagram at WeAreGolden. Football is back. Everybody loves it. You know what I mean? Everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen, what their team is about to do for the season. So... You know what I mean? Talk about a little bit what it was like that transition for you, though, going from regular season, to, excuse me, from preseason to the regular season, though. Oh, live bullets. Yeah. Live bullets, meaning guys were trying to destroy you. Mm -hmm. And I give you a prime example. I think one time we played the Baltimore Ravens, first game of the season, and they had the best. He was top two fullback in the league. Mm -hmm. Definitely should be considered in the Hall of Fame. But, um, no, it wasn't Baltimore. It was Tennessee. Okay. Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal. Facts. And I used to turn on tape 
And I used to see Lorenzo Neal not dominating people. Lorenzo Neal used to destroy people. Facts. Linebackers. He used, yes. Yeah. Linebackers on the lead. He would let sometimes you would see him. I was like, why is he pointing where he's going? Mm-hmm. And then somebody told me, like, fool, he's doing that, letting him know, I'm coming to destroy you, and what are you going to do? So for me, I knew, like, all right, I was smart enough to learn from my mistakes, but I was so wise, I would definitely learn from other people's mistakes. So when we played against Lorenzo Neal and I saw him, well, before that, I knew, you ain't even have me on your highlight tape, bro. Yeah, facts. Oh, I'm going hard. So I remember the first time we went, they ran a lead. He didn't look at me, though. Because, you know, we had a little – he had mutual respect, mm-hmm. but when we met in the hole on that lead, it was like spikes. I don't. It ain't no one hit and get off. You need to go at him and try to destroy him because if you don't, he will destroy you. Boom. Met like two rams <laughs> in the mountains. Then we pushed each other, but after that, everything calmed down. He kind of looked at me and I looked at him. You know, we MF each other, got back to the huddle. But that mutual respect yeah. was, was you know what I mean? It was mutual yeah. from that time period. Mm. So you ask me how was it? Man, it was live bullets, bro. Like guys was trying to finish you. Even offensive linemen, I think about me getting into a fight with the Hall of Famer Bruce Matthews. He mm. used to do, you know, Tennessee used to do dirty stuff, try to hurt people. But me and him got into a fight, man. So for me, I wanted to make sure you ain't going to call me no punk. And at the end of the day, when you turn that film on on Monday, you best believe if we did not win the game, 51 won a lot of the battles that you went up against him, and I was going to be a household name. So for me, man, I, I just really, I realized, like, you always want to leave a great impression. Yeah. Because you never know who is watching for the first time. Facts. That, facts. Was, that was my motto. Yeah. That was what I always thought about when I walked on the field. And definitely I thought about it while I was on the field. Yeah, and I think to piggyback on that too, every time you go out on the field, you got to treat your first play or your first game like it's going to be your last game. Because you never, you honestly, you really never know when it will be your last game. Yeah. And then as you get in your career, if you're blessed enough to make it several years in, have that hunger to treat your last game as if it was your first game. That same hunger when you first came into the league and you wanted to show out, you wanted to, you know, Y'all seen me for the first time, so this is what I can bring to the table. You want to impress the vets. You want to impress yourself. You want to represent the last name that's on the back of your jersey. You know what I mean? You got to have that hunger, have that that desire to go out there. And I think, like I said, I, I shout Wiley out all the time. One of the things he he was used to always say was like, I'm going out there. My job is to fuck somebody up. Why? Because they're trying to take food off my table. Yep. If they destroy me and it's on film, they getting a sign a bonus. They getting some money, which is devaluing me because I'm on their highlights. You know what I mean? So they're going to get money. I'm going to lose money. He said, I ain't trying to lose no money from no other man. So I'm going out there every game trying to fuck somebody up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mentality that uh, you got to have going into the season. Like you said, those live bullets is, is way different. And everybody that gets gassed over the preseason, I know, I know we're excited. I know we want to see our teams back out there. Sports has been somewhat boring over the end of the summer. You know what I mean? But the main thing, be a little bit patient because live bullets, they start flying in the regular season. That's where you see who's going to be out there for your team. You know what I mean? 
uh, which players are going to be the ones to to help your team win or lose. Oh, no doubt. You know what I mean? So I think that's the that's the main thing. Um, and, and regular season is where it real hap- really happens. And everybody looks forward to week one. That's what you want. And even with the fans, though, just understand it's a process. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and oh, it's fun going through the process as a player, even though we hate training camp, mm-hmm. but we do love the end of the year training camp parties. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up too, yo. You know what I mean? So yeah. Shout out to the flatbed. Might, yeah, shout out to the flatbed <laughs> truck. Mosquitoes biting on cheeks. <laughs> Dude, nah, man, man but now nah, I, I I would I would say that though it's all about finishing up strong mm-hmm. as a current active player. Yeah, you know, making sure and understanding everything that you do. Yeah, you got a resume, and your resume just didn't stop in college. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to the league, or if you dare now, every game, every practice that you put in, that's your resume. Yeah. And that's going to be that last impression that some people see of you in certain markets. How do you want to be remembered? Facts, facts. That's what it's about, man. Shit, I'm ready for it, man. Week one is around the corner. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Time to get after it. I kind of wish I could go back out there and play, but then I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? The way this back set up, the way these knees set up. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Sit on the sideline, big guy. With them, hey. You got them compression sweats on right there. Hey man, Chikai said my fit look good. You know what I'm saying? Got the, I ain't going to say who it is, but you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Need the, that sponsorship. Bring it out. You feel me? Right, Chikai? Think MJ, MJ going to call you for the sponsorship? Hell no, MJ ain't calling me. <laughs> I wait till we get him on. I got an MJ story too, man. He tried to try to steal my girl one time, but I ain't, I ain't another story for another day. Oh, we can't wait. Next episode. <laughs> We out, man. Hennessy celebrates those who never stop and never settle in their never-ending pursuit of greatness. Maurice Ashley lives his passion. Through his love of chess, he made history in 1999 as the world's first black grandmaster. An inspiring story of intellect and brilliance, his ability to push the potential of his own mind to new levels of greatness is universally inspiring. Visit www.hennessy.com to learn more about Maurice Ashley. In the world of the mind, there are no limits. Hennessy. Never stop, never settle. 21 and older, please enjoy responsibly. 